Hello, YouTube. Jim Baker here. Today, I have a good call with a, a unique call, first time call of someone who is in a who has a consulate visa, an A2, and the rules are different from them. So if you have a consulate visa, I guess this is the video for you, especially if you have a Mexican consulate visa. I don't know how many views I would get with just that, just that title, but we're going to we're going to shoot for it and see what we get. So um, it, it, the video also is applicable for uh, Mexicans, people doing partnerships, people who have uh, partnerships with non-resident members. All of this stuff uh, it's uh we go through a lot of nuance a lot of examples here in this call and i think you'll really enjoy it so let's get to the call haven't done my taxes i'm too turned up haven't done my taxes i'm too turned up hello rodrigo hi james how are you another english call i'm doing good how are you doing great i mean we can do it in spanish if you want no i just talked to i just talked to a uh uh, Rigoberto, and I was like, oh, cool, Spanish call, but it was it was another English call. And now I'm talking okay. to Rodrigo in English. Great. <laughs> it's fine with me. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Great. Thank you very much. Actually, suffering a little bit with the cold, but everything great. Uh-oh, be careful. Yeah. I had I had a cold also. Okay. And it got it ended up being COVID. Really? Yeah, but then it went away and it was fine. I mean, okay. for most people it is. I hope you feel better. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Hey, I want to ask you really quick. Do you mind if I don't put my camera? It's, it's not working really good. Fine, so. it's fine. Uh, I put okay. in these over without camera, it's fine. Okay, thanks. Yeah, it's, it's not working so blurry and maybe it's better without it. No, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine like this. I'm, I'm reviewing um, your notes. Yeah. You're what? You're you're from Mexico, also. All my Mexican clients yes. speak speak amazing English. Yeah, I, it's it's a thing down in Mexico. But since kindergarten, I mean, we have to start learning English. So you guys speak the weird. best of all of South. I mean, you know, I know you're in North America, but uh, yeah, it's definitely the best English. It's good for you yeah. guys. So yeah, it you is. Your, you and your wife were invited to form an LLC in the U.S. with other Mexican yeah. partners that would be operating from uh, Mexico. But the taxes. You guys live in the U.S. Yeah, we are actually in the U.S. We're in Chicago. What kind of visa are you on? We are on the A visa, the diplomat visa, A two. A two. I didn't even heard of that visa. Yeah, it's a it's a diplomatic visa. Oh, my wife. So you don't have to pay yeah. taxes either, right? I think the diplomatic. Uh, visa. Yeah, I I really want to confirm that because I know that some there are two types of A visa, the A one and the A two. I know that the A one is for consuls and ambassadors and all that let's look, let's look it up together let's look it up together okay exempt individuals foreign government related individuals so i'm at the irs website i'm at the source okay um an individual is considered a full-time diplomatic consular status if he has been accredited blah 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 generally individual present under an a or g class visa is considered a foreign government related individual none okay. of their days count for the purposes of substantial presence test so Okay. Um, caution, an individual present in the US under an A3 or G5, you don't have those, okay. No. Um, I'm, I'm as a dependent. My, my wife is the A2 visa holder. I'm she's the, the diplomat. So yeah. it looks like, um, so you're not exempt from US tax, but your, okay. your days just don't count for presence. So you can still be a non-resident but if you work in the U.S., you technically are supposed to pay taxes because you live here. But it's not okay, as, yeah. it's not as required as as before. So if you have a okay. partnership, 
Yeah, this is it's an interesting uh, scenario. Yeah, that's why I want to call you because I saw your videos and it's like, yeah, he's like a specialist on this on the the Mexican foreign company, so maybe he can help me with this. Well, we if, because, yeah, we're gonna get to the answer. So, what okay. kind of business are you guys running together? Let me stop my sharing. Uh, sorry. What kind of like you said you're invited to join an LLC? Like, tell me about the business. Yeah. Okay, the, the business really quick. These are two Mexican friends. They're based in Mexico. And they want to form like, uh, they want to make a brand to import to the United States, like uh, food. I mean, chiles, like base for ice creams, uh, maybe peanuts, something like that. They want to make their own brand and they want to look for a, a partner here in the United States, like a supply partner to, to enter the, the products and distribute them throughout the country. The, the operation will be uh, down in Mexico. Nobody's going to be working actually here in the United States. I, I mean, we live here, but we're not going to work. It's we're just like the angel investors. Yeah, we're just going to put some money. But we want to know if we might have some troubles with the with the visa type, because I mean, I as a dependent, I cannot have a, a work authorization. And uh, my wife is like locked to just only work on the on the Mexican consulate. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we're not getting, I mean, we're not getting in troubles by trying to make something good. But well, you won't, you won't get in trouble. I mean, what's worst case scenario is you make money and pay taxes on it, right? It's not, I don't okay. think, I don't think there's any like, any, I don't think there's any problems with like the visa stuff. And if there, and if you think there's a problem with the, the visa and the consulate, then don't put your wife on the company, just put you on the company. Okay. You know, okay. and then it should be, it should okay. be fine. So that's probably what I would recommend just to, since, I mean, you guys are together. I mean, you can put both of you on the company, but if you're concerned okay. about her work and being on the company, then just don't put her on it. Okay. And what, here's, okay. here's what, here's how I see it. Um, if you open the LLC the right way and you have the agreement that says you're not going to be doing anything and you're not going to be earning any income or working, you're just, it's just basically like an equity, like a loan or a, an equity investment, then you can operate the LLC, um, basically just as a payment processor and the Mexican okay. uh, company is doing all the real work. And that way, uh, I think you can avoid paying taxes in the U.S. because you'll say it's not U.S. source income because you're not doing any you're not doing anything in the U.S. They're doing everything. Okay. Okay. So what about I mean, it, the, wouldn't the profits. it wouldn't be effectively connected income. Okay. Mm. Yeah. What about the profits? Because I mean, yeah, we, we're investing in this because we want to earn some more money. But so, I don't know if we're going to get in trouble for using those profits because this is gonna take. Wait. This should take a couple months to get rolling, anyways, because you got to get your FDA licenses. You have to find the suppliers. You have to. There's a lot of stuff to do. But, okay. Um. General, like IRS.gov. I'm looking at more stuff because I want to look at the wording. Generally, when a foreign person engages in trade or business in the United States, all income from sources within the United States connected with the conduct of that trade or business is considered effectively connected income. Since you are not going to be doing anything, yeah. I don't think it would be connected to the United States. You still pay taxes in Mexico then, right? Yeah. So basically you would just pay tax on your profits in Mexico. Okay. So do, do we have to take the money out from the United States and move it to Mexico? No, you things? can leave. I, from, from how all, let's, let's pretend it's, the only it's just like three mexican guys are opening a partnership and yeah. operating it's the same way except that you live in the u.s 
but you don't, okay. it doesn't, you're not like a tax resident. It's, it's a weird situation. So as long as you aren't yeah. working in the business and you aren't involved in it, and now you have an excuse not to help out, right? Because if you do, then you guys would have US tax issues. Mm -hmm. um, so as long as you're not, I think you're, you're probably okay. And now how we've been, now another thing that's kind of confusing is compliance okay. wise. So this is something that I just figured out kind of recently is that the, the correct way to do it is to file a, a real partnership return and report the results and, okay. then, um, ex and then not and then not pay tax on a personal level on your on your attributed earnings in the US. Okay, right. And especially since you're paying tax in Mexico and you're saying it's Mexican source, you, you, you should be okay with that. You just need to make sure that you file the returns correctly. And for you, I would probably file a 1040 NR. And just say after after we file the, the the tax the partnership taxes and show whatever results on okay. your personal return, you would file and say and basically show that you don't have any that you have no effectively connected income. Okay. And I made so, another video like a week or two ago explaining this in detail about uh, partnerships with foreign owners. Okay, I'll check them out. So when does this uh, form has to be submitted? If you open your, the LLC is not open or is it is open? No, it's not open yet, but they, they're, they're starting the, the process, I think, this week or maybe next week. Okay, so if you guys are going to just do it yourself, wait until January 1st, and then you okay. won't have to file a tax return until 2022. Yeah, okay. and March okay. 15th. Okay, great. So, I mean, I, ha I have this question also with the profits. I mean, we're, we're the plans to have the bank account, the, the cards, debit cards, everything. I know that with an LLC, it's not the, the best to use like the company money to, to pay some personal stuff. But I, I know you can pay some things. Hold on one second. No, Sorry, don't worry. Repeat that question. I had someone come in the office. Yeah, I, I was asking that. Um, I know that with a business bank account, you, you will have a, like a debit card, like everything you can use the profits of an LLC, but not as a personal level. But for example, if I wanna buy, I don't know, something here in the United States, can I use that money or do I have to transfer it to Mexico and then use it? I mean, I would transfer it to your US account. The reason that you're not necessarily required, but if you have a partnership, you know, you need to, uh, you don't want everyone just using the partnership money yeah. uh, for whatever they want. You should transfer okay. it to their own accounts. You know, even if they have their own separate LLCs or something that they use, okay. they should do that because you don't, you just don't want to commingle it and get it all mixed and like messy. Okay. Cause I don't have a uh, US bank account right now. I mean, I moved in October, mid October. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. I mean, you just got to take your passport to a bank and okay. you live here. So it shouldn't be a, an issue. Okay. Great. I would, uh, I would if, you, if you're doing a lot of international stuff, I recommend Chase Bank. I think it's the best. Chase. Uh, okay. Okay, great. Yeah, because here in Chicago, we have Citibank, and Citibank has like a branch in Mexico. So maybe Citibank's that, good. Citibank's good. Okay. People like love Bank of America. I think it's okay. But if you're sending Chase. a lot of international wires, I think Chase is the fastest okay. if you're doing it on your phone and stuff. City also works. Okay. So on the, I mean, on the, the LLC. They were asking me that if they send inventory here to the U.S. under the LLC name, uh, they will pay taxes, right? I mean, if they uh, lease a warehouse or something and they have inventory here. Yeah, so I, so that's what I mentioned before, effectively connected income. If you're, if you're doing business in the United States, 
a partnership is annoying because then you have to withhold taxes in the U.S. And I just went over this on the last call. If you're doing okay. business in the U.S. and you have foreign partners and you have a partnership, the partnership is technically required to withhold 37% of the profits of each foreign partner and send it to the IRS. And then you have to file a return and request a refund. And then in Mexico, when you pick up the income, um, um, actually you still have to pay tax in Mexico. So, so okay. it gets, it gets really messy. So, you know, if, if you're going to, a lot of times in these cases, I would recommend using a corporation and then, okay. and then paying the profits out. Um, most of the profits out as like uh, commissions and salaries before the end of the year. Because if, if you're doing business in the U.S., if you're taking the position that you're not going to do anything in the U.S., then the LLC, the partnership is fine. Mm, okay, so if we if we need to, to have the, the products here in the U.S., how can we not engage in business by having the well, you, you, can, you use a third party fulfillment center. You can use another company that only oh, okay. receives and ships and manages products for you. Like it's a, it's oh, a company, okay. it's, it wouldn't be you. It wouldn't be your own warehouse. It wouldn't be a place that you rent. It would be a third, uh, like a contractor that you use. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe like an FBA, but. But if it's going to be a lot of, yeah, like an FBA, but if it's going to be a lot, it might still be better to use a corporation. That way you can kind of. It's 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 a little bit more direct. There's less uncertainty with how it's how it's to be run. Okay, and foreign partners can form a corporation. Certainly, foreign partners usually form corporations. Okay, so yeah, we we were told that an LLC was best for us being Mexican. Who said that? Uh, well, they told me because they consult with some somebody. I don't know. I mean, it's there's no best or worst. It's all about how you operate and. Uh, and what you're doing and understanding the risks of each way to do it. You know, it's really, okay. it's still, it's still like a, a lot of uncertainty and all and how all this is done. Okay. I'm trying to give you clear advice, but it's just not that clear, you know, of the situation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I understand. So, um, I know it's not maybe your area, but about the, the trademark of the company, do, do we need, I mean, the, the company, or the LLC has to register the trademark of any brand they, they want to sell, right? No, I mean, if it's I mean, the, point, the point of registering a trademark is so other people can't steal it. Okay. It's not like legally, you probably have to do FDA registration because I have another client who's importing stuff from Mexico and, okay. and to get it over the border, you need to have uh, the FDA, like the Food and Drug Administration. If you're selling food, yeah. they register it. Yeah, I mean, th they got that kind of sort, sorted out because the the factory that we're going to use it's fda certified so okay so I, if the I, factory has all their stuff certified then yeah. you get the number you get the what you need is the the factura from mexico the official yeah mm -hmm. yeah we're working that out but it's only like i mean it's a really good project they, they have a good idea but i want to i want to be sure i was not getting we were not getting in any trouble so i think you're okay either way you do it you just need to make sure that you um, docu do your record keeping the right way. And if you're going okay. to use an LLC, just try to not do anything physically in the US. Like anything like what? <laughs> like you making, like you calling, you yourself oh, okay. as a partner, calling providers, arranging deals, signing contracts. Okay. The most I, I would say you could do, you would be able to help them with is like opening bank accounts and getting the EIN number and stuff. But apart from that, 
um, I would I would probably recommend that if you're doing it in the US, use a corp if you want to really be involved. Um, okay. Just to avoid the compliance hassles, in my opinion. But really, both work. You just need to make sure that you uh, talk to uh, a, you need a ta you need a good tax person to do your forms at the end of the year because either way, with yeah. partnership, if you don't file the right way, there's penalties with the corp. There could okay. be penalties if you don't do stuff the right way. Still, the forms fifty four seventy two and things like that. You have to manage all of it. So, I would definitely okay. use a, a good tax person. Uh, so, if you can share with me your information and your pricing, I would really appreciate it. Okay, don't have set pricing for twenty twenty two yet, but okay. I can give you ballparks. <laughs> okay, great. I'm hoping I'm hoping to either be a. Uh, very expensive and working with uh, select clients. That's what I'm hoping to be at. <laughs> working with, I'm working with a lot of clients now. It's exhausting, but um, yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll be in touch. You have my email. Save my email and um, let okay. me know if you have other questions and things about this. Yeah, sure, sure do. Okay. okay. So that should be all. Thank you very much, James. Thank you, Rodrigo. Nice to meet you. You too. Bye. So I think that call went really well. If the video is not edited, I'm sorry, you heard my lunch order. Um, yeah, this video is good. I've never had, talked to someone with a consulate visa and you know, all of this stuff is, it's tricky and complicated when you wanna use an LST and pay no taxes in the US. But really you can still use a corp and pay no taxes. You just have to arrange it the right way and uh, make the right amount of money and do it that way. So if you have questions about this, comment below and in the next like three months, I'll, I'll reply for sure. And then uh, make sure to like and subscribe the video. If you watch this far, you should definitely like it. Like it's at least hopefully entertaining a little bit. So uh, I'll hope to see you on the next video. Make sure you turn on that notification bell. Thanks, guys. See you later.